Our text for today is John chapter 20, verses 1 to 18. Early in the morning on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. She ran to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said, They've taken the Lord from the tomb, and I don't know where they've put him. Peter and the other disciple left to go to the tomb. They were running together, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and was the first to arrive at the tomb. Bending down to take a look, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he didn't go in. Following him, Simon Peter entered the tomb and saw the linen cloths lying there. He also saw the face cloth that had been on Jesus' head. It wasn't with the other clothes, but was folded up in its own place. Then the other disciple, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They didn't yet understand the scripture that Jesus must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to the place they were staying. Mary stood outside near the tomb, crying. As she cried, she bent down to look into the tomb. She saw two angels, dressed in white, seated where the body of Jesus had been, one at the head and one at the foot. And the angels asked her, Woman, why are you crying? She replied, They've taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they've put him. As soon as she said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she replied, Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I'll get him. Jesus said to her, Mary, and she turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. And Jesus said to her, Don't hold on to me, for I haven't yet gone up to my father. Go to my brothers and sisters and tell them, I'm going up to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene left and announced to the disciples, I've seen the Lord. Then she told him what he had said to her. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, this is different. We've never celebrated Easter like this before. Here's what I know for sure, though. Nothing, nothing, nothing stops resurrection. New life rises up. Our story for today is my favorite resurrection story. I love that Mary goes while it's still dark. I love that Mary stays put after the guys finish racing around. I love that she first catches sight of the resurrection through her tears. I love that she truly receives new life by letting go. While it was still dark, Mary went to the tomb. Notice, new life begins in the dark. She is alone 
She is afraid. Nothing is how she expected it to be. You can relate. She goes to tell her fellow followers, and they run back to the tomb. Apparently, it was a race. Seems silly to me, racing around, but I do understand running around when I'm anxious. They look into the tomb, and it says they believe, but don't understand. What do they believe? I think it's most likely that they believe Mary, that Jesus is gone. But they don't yet understand or believe in the resurrection. They run home. But Mary stays. Mary is my hero. When everyone else abandons and gives up, Mary stays. This is what love does. It shows up and stays put, even in the hardest moments. Love doesn't shy away. It stays, even through the tears. Mary's not ashamed of her tears. She stays put and she cries. And the first words of the resurrection are, Why are you weeping? We could hear this as an accusation, but I don't think so. I hear compassion. Why are you weeping? What's breaking your heart right now? This is a hard year to believe in new life springing up. This is a year where it's a lot easier to find ourselves close to tears. Because we're alone. Because we're scared. Because a friend is sick. Because we're out of work. Because loved ones are on the front lines. There are plenty of reasons to weep. And that's okay. Resurrection for Mary doesn't begin in a full church with an abundance of pastels. It begins alone, in the dark, with absence and tears. And none of that stops resurrection. It's completely counterintuitive, but if we trust Mary's experience, these are the first signs of new life. Mary doesn't recognize new life when it appears in front of her at first. But then Jesus calls her name, and for a moment, all is right with the world. She catches a glimpse through her tears of the insistence and persistence of love. Nothing stops resurrection. The world is full of joy. but then she had to let go. Almost as soon as she grasped this new reality, she had to let go of it. It's a heartbreaking moment to me. It's one I usually skip over when I preach on this passage. It seems almost cruel. How could she bear to let go? But somehow she finds the courage, and it's essential Jesus says, this isn't done. It's only the beginning. 
more life is flowing into me and letting go is part of receiving new life. We're being asked to let go of so much right now. It's an astonishing time of having life stripped down. Whether you suddenly find yourself alone or in a house filled with chaos, whether you find yourself out of work or overwhelmed by the demands on your time, life has changed dramatically. We have to let go of how it was. If we're going to care for each other, if we're going to attend to our safety and our neighbors, if we're going to have a chance at life, we have to let go. I wish it were different. I'm not great at letting go. But we have to let go of how it has always been. We have to let go of so many expectations of how it was going to be before the world got sick. But the promise is that in letting go, we're going to find something new. Because nothing stops resurrection. Nothing stops resurrection. And friends, there is new life springing up all around us. There are flowers appearing in windows and gardens, children who are learning to ride bikes, incredible acts of selflessness and generosity, nurses who stay past their shift to sit with the dying, food bank employees working all hours, friends who sew masks for everyone they know. There is life rising up. We are not in this alone. There may be moments of loneliness like there were for Mary. There may be tears. There may be darkness and absence. But these do not get the last word. Nothing stops resurrection. Nothing. No pandemic. No fear. No weeping. No absence. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing stops resurrection. And so we can truly say, Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter.